cookout mix instead of the show uh, which I hope you guys enjoyed maybe you enjoyed more because we weren't talking but we were in the heat of New York City baby and Vinny what were we doing over there we were asked to do once again might I add the Fortnite competition the pro-am as they called the celebrity pro-am Kyle and I being the two celebrities that played in this tournament which is funny because uh, we were definitely way less known than all the streamers that were playing. Yeah. And they were the only people that had fans that really cheered for them. Over yeah, there. yeah. Now, the way this thing works is we compete in a bunch of rounds, and all the money that is won goes to charity. And you can win a shit ton of money for charity. Like, first place was how much? Uh, it was a million. R.L. Grime actually won first place. Yeah, surprise, uh, this surprise. Tournament. Yeah. Now, Vinny got some, some guy named Symphony who was just a, a real pro. This kid pretty much took you. You got seventh out of 50 people. Got seventh place, and I teams. literally contributed nothing except for one game I kind of helped him a little bit. But every other game I died pretty fast, and he got in seventh place pretty much on his own back. And uh, he was a very sweet kid. Didn't have a lot of conversation with him. He's 19 years old, and he's a complete savant at that game. So it was really yeah. cool to watch. My guy was a British streamer who... He's Australian. Or Austra no, yeah. he's British. Oh, he's, he's British? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I thought he was Australian. Yeah, come on, man. Get cultured. Yeah. He, um... He does YouTube videos, and uh, you know we were having a, we were looked like we were having a better time. He didn't take it as seriously. Yeah. We didn't also place as high though. That's a trade-off. Like, do you want to win money for your charity, or do you want to make it a good time? And I still want, I think, like twenty thousand. Yeah. At that point, you're winning a lot for charity, even if you're there. So, uh, you know, I could have had a little more fun with my boy, but he it's was okay. pretty focused. Uh, pretty focused in that game. He was young. You know, the worst part, and this is when I really realized that we are alcoholics. Um, not that I didn't before, but. Um, at this, at this pro-am, there was no bar um, anywhere backstage. You know, it started the first one ever. They had an open bar all day. Second one, it went down to just kind of when the people were on stage, the bar was open to, yeah. A, prevent people like us from using it. Uh, this time, zero bar. No bar. No booze. And we had a very sad moment. Uh, oh, yeah. This was brutal. We were... Um we were with Wax Motif, and he wasn't even drinking with us. He, he like, walked with us to find a bar at the concession stand. Which was, like, yeah. so far away. <laughs> and everybody in this line were just, like, 
dads and moms with their kids, all trying to get non-alcoholic slurp juice and yeah. Coca-Colas, pizza. We go up to the guy and we're like, hey, hey man, hey, can I just get a double, double Grey Goose or whatever you have? Because they didn't have Tito's over there. So we were drinking, we're drinking this Grey Goose thing. He gives us a look the whole time. He's just like, I, I don't know if I should be giving this to you guys. And we're like, no, we're, we're playing, man. Meanwhile, people are asking us for pictures because they see our tags that says players yeah. on it. Just really like that mom. Before we went up and ordered that, there was a mom with just the cutest little kid, and he was so excited to meet people playing in the game, and and so like Wax gave him an action figure, and he just was having the best time. And the mom was like, "Oh my God, you guys are so sweet!" And then to watch us go and and order that horrific drink, and it also took like 15 minutes for 15 some minutes. reason. And it just was the perfect <laughs> amount to not give you any buzz, but give you a headache because you don't yeah. really continue it. And then, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much um, our, our Fortnite day. But crazy, uh, if you weren't, if you didn't know what was going on, it was the World Cup as well, and a 16-year-old kid won three million dollars at that thing. Unbelievable. Which is crazy. He seems pretty normal too. Like I watched yeah, his interview after. Some normal kid. They were like, "What are you gonna buy?" So it's like, uh, it's probably like a new desk. <laughs> Like, damn, dude. <laughs> he has no concept yet. Yeah, that's and then good. I though. saw his dad on Good Morning America saying, like, well, you know, we want to. Keep, make sure his grades are good, uh, which they are, to keep him playing. But, uh, you know, we just know that when he's 25, because he's 16 now, there might be somebody better. And, you know, we don't want him working at uh, a fast food restaurant. Cool. Which I was like. Cool, Dad. Like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, like, exactly. Thanks for saying that. Also, who gives a shit if you work at a fat? Why is that a bad yeah, thing? Yeah. A lot of Go, people work at a fast food restaurant. Your kid just won $3 million. And guess what? You're going to be taking some off the top of that. Yeah, okay? of course. Because there's no laws. Like, when you yeah. act, there's something called, like, the Coogan Fund. Which means that your parents can't just take money from you right. for acting money. Because some was it an actor kid. It was a kid named Coogan. Yeah, and, and poor his Coogan. Told like, they they took all of his money basically. Coogan never became a star and had all his money taken. Yeah. but he does have a fund here that not that many people talk about. So shout out to you, Coogan. Yeah, I know. Well, hopefully that that kid's dad doesn't just take all that money. All of a sudden, like dad rolls up in a Mercedes. It's like, oh wait, where'd that come from? Yeah, exactly. And then I, it was just a weird jab to be like, we don't yeah. want to work in a fast food place like so many people work there and they have careers and like who gives a shit dude? yeah well but I don't, what is he he's not trained to talk to these no you know, they're from pennsylvania and stuff so shout out to you kid that won i forget his name now i think it was Bo booga booga right booga yeah booga yeah which is grandpa gave him that name that's so, cool congrats on a three million dollar win Vinny, congrats on you coming in seventh and winning sixty thousand dollars it was like sixty five thousand. yeah so crazy sick. yeah I did nothing, so <laughs> cheers to that.
Hey, it's Kyle and Vinny from Phantoms, and we've joined Diplo's Revolution. I've been hearing this, but I don't know the actual truth to it about crying on planes, dude. Because it's happened to me a lot recently. I had such a cry on this last flight, and I wasn't even watching a film. Yeah, see, mine are usually film. Uh, Most same. Yeah, yeah. But 
I don't know what it was. I mean, obviously, there's been some stuff in my personal life that right. I, you know I don't have to discuss on the air, but nothing crazy. But I'm sitting on this plate. And I'm drinking a little bit, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden the eyes start tearing up. Your throat feels a little big, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm crying." Yeah. And I'm, and I'm having like a, a cry, a, a crying cry, and then the girl comes comes over to like hand me some horrific American Airlines meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had to throw that in there because it's always the worst. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just. My whole fear was that she would see me crying and think that I was hammered so she, she wouldn't serve me more. Okay. That was my big concern at that point. <laughs> that made you cry even more? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, about, what about you? No, I mean, I, I was just on the plane, and I, uh, you know, I was crying mostly because of my doggie. My, my, I saw my dog. I said bye to my dog on the East Coast. That was a sad moment. Yeah. But, I mean, but it happens even, like, it happens even during move like the stupidest movies. I you, cried during Bumblebee. I know, I know. That's that was I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I, I, there was nothing sad in the movie. It was a horrible film. Yeah, I, I don't know. And they they've always gone back. Uh, sometimes guys on flights, big shock. We don't even drink, and I still will have the same same feeling. So yeah, can we get to the science of this? I mean, What's the altitude's on? a little thinner. Maybe you feel like you're in a film or something. The altitude, the oxygen's thinner. But, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. I also got to say, I'm really, dude, I feel like I'm stuck in a rut here in Los Angeles. I know. I know. And I don't know what, I don't know what to do to change that. I'm not sure what the, yeah. what the thing is. Well, I feel the same about it out here. I mean, we've, we've both grew up out here, right? Yeah. So, so we've been here for quite a long time. Everyone, everyone else is kind of, they move here and they may have been here for like eight years, nine yeah. years. We've been here for It's weird to be here your whole 30. life. But every time I'm in New York, the Big Apple, she's she's a calling. I know, New but, York is is amazing. Uh, I, I definitely something something's going on in LA. There's just nothing to do here. Right? It is weird. Like you can kind of see friends when they're in town, which that was the worst. Odessa uh, had their final two shows there, and everybody on Foreign Family, those guys, their team, they're just like some of our best friends. They were here for four days. Would have been the best four days. It was the exact four days we were playing Fortnite. <laughs> we were playing Fortnite. <laughs> and uh, it was a big moment for them, too. So it kind of felt like an asshole. But at the same time, we made money for charity. So yeah. that makes it better. But yeah, I don't know. But I also am afraid that if I move to New York, maybe I'll feel the same. Well, that's the problem is that every place looks like it's going to be the answer to your to like whatever issues you're having in your to- own city, right? Totally. Um, but I think you at least get like a two-year buffer yeah. where you're just like, the allure of it, you know, uh-huh. it's like the honeymoon phase of any relationship. Yeah. Where you realize, oh, I'm actually fucked up, which is why I can't have a relationship. You know, <laughs> it's like you're still in that phase of like, oh, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, you can just do that for a long time. You just, just bop around. Just every two years, just move. My mom's been doing that. <laughs> for yeah. Like ten years. Searching. Yeah, just finding home. You too is a song about that, and I still haven't found what I'm searching for. <laughs> and isn't that life? So, a little sad. Not sad. No, it's not sad. It, it is what it is. Ruts suck though. I know the feeling. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been feeling it out here too. I kind of do my two things. It's like I go run up in the hills, and I go like like I'll climb like in my gym. But that's that's it. Like I don't do anything else here. Yeah. Or and, I I just feel a, a lack of motivation. Like not when it comes to work, but just like sometimes like uh, what do I do? And I got I just yeah. uh, I don't really get that when we travel. No, you're always moving, right? Any any thoughts out there? Maybe this is just depression. 
Maybe that's what that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. You're depressed. Lack of motivation. Drinking yeah. a lot. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I'm your therapist. You have depression. Yeah. I'm not joking about depression. Yeah. Everybody out there, but um, we all deal with it to some extent, I think. But we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah. one of these days.
question for you kyle uh and this this is just to get on a lighter note with the show 
maybe heavier note. I don't know. You want to talk about seasonal depression? It's not seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> Could that be Let's, seasonal depression? Because there's no seasons? <clears throat> Non-seasonal depression. I don't know. I'm yeah. Just... I, I was just going to talk about diarrhea and swimming pools. Okay. Um, because, you know, the, you always see that sign up, and especially jacuzzis, I think. It's like, if you had diarrhea in the last, like, seven days... Dude, it's don't... bigger than that. It's yeah. In like, the last two months. It's crazy. Everyone's got diarrhea all the time. Yeah. How are you, you going to follow that rule? There's no way. I don't know. And, like, do they have teams that really inspect that like, is there a tactical unit that goes through all the pools, like, once every, like, two years, and they just go to a pool and just say, hey, sir, hey, ma'am, do you mind telling me about your bowel movements the past two months? <laughs> Dude, literally, it's like, if, you, if you've had diarrhea in the past six years, uh, don't go into this pool. What? What's what's going to happen? Like, what's the fear? That's that's the other question. What what well, will I mean, happen? Say, I, say it was even the worst-case scenario. I am, I'm at my local swimming hole, like a public pool. Okay. Um, probably the Atwater one, you know, that's the, that's a big one. Yeah. Glasswell. Um, and I just have a full blown, like hot, hot brown mess in the bathroom and uh, I wipe up and then I just go dive in the pool. What's going to happen? Uh, I feel like the amount of chlorine that goes into a public pool. Yeah. I think, I think the poop is the last thing you're worried about in a public pool. I right. think there's a lot of other things and i'll also transition this to the las vegas day parties i yeah. mean there are people in there straight up having sex right you're yeah. dealing with urine spit semen um, semen vaginal other juices. vaginal fluids yeah. yeah um people that have stds um sweat classic sweating Just in the classic pool. <laughs> sweat uh maybe they're worried about worms Worm, yeah, worms, but I feel like chlorine was designed to kill everything. Right, right. I mean, it's it's total poison, and then you know maybe a saltwater pool doesn't fight the the good fight as well as but a chlorine I mean, pool. People but still, shit in the ocean all over the world. Yeah, animals shit in the ocean all over the world. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, what's what's the thing there? Is it a scare tactic? So they like, please don't poop in our pool, <laughs> and please don't take take a big diarrhea in the bathroom. This segment's <laughs> Horrific, but <laughs> and then come in our pool. But it's I, a summertime segment, though. I mean, everyone has this question in the summer, you know, right? Is, is I don't everyone? think anybody's thought okay. about this, but I do see those signs everywhere, yeah. and uh, I really don't know what uh, what could be the thing. I mean, obviously, look, nobody wants poop in or near their pool. I get it. <laughs> but how are how are you gonna enforce? How's the sign gonna enforce? You that? can't enforce that. You're excited for a big pool day. You've been thinking about it all week. You're going with your friends. You ate a bad shrimp uh, a week before. That's over and done with. And when you read that sign and then you go, hey, guys, I can't go in the pool. And they go, why? Like, because I've had diarrhea within the last two weeks. And that sign specifically says that that's not applicable to this pool. How long ago did you have diarrhea, man? It was a week ago. Well, that seems seems like you'd be totally fine by now. Did you wipe your butt in the last week? Maybe that's what they're doing. It's bad butt wipers. (laughs) I don't know. This is just trash radio right now. (laughs) It's like we're like sh- the worst shock jock shit. <laughs> this is so bad. So play some play some shit music.
Feels Revolution. Is everyone okay? transition from pooping in pools uh-huh. to saying that we're playing Splash House yeah. uh, in Palm Springs uh, coming up, which I'm very excited about, which is a pool-related thing, but it's our first live show back since Ultra. Ultra. But that, yeah, even Ultra was kind of a one-off 
thing too. Like we're basically starting up the live show at this show at Splash House yeah, until before, the rest of the year. Before we do our full live show tour, which go to phantomslive.com if you want to get tickets. Mm-hmm. That plug right there. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm also nervous. Not because I, I don't think we can do it, but it's more of like the equipment. The equipment's just been sitting. Yeah. And you're like, well, what? What has been rattling around in there? You know, what uh, what wires have been crossed? What's gonna go wrong? Yeah, it's just been been chilling in closets, you know. Yeah. And probably rotting. Yeah, rotting a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm dust a it off. Nervous about it, but I am excited. Uh, we have so many, so much new music in the show. Uh, but yeah, it's always a, uh, it's like a different. The DJ sets are easy. Look, you show up there with your USBs, you play. This one, I'm singing. Playing keys, Vinny's drumming. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more that can go wrong. Right. And that's where the, the fun goes in. Because you can never really enjoy the set until you're almost at the end. Right. You're just worried that something's going to go wrong, which it has many times. It's, it's just a part of it. You've seen, you can see the biggest bands where it all falls apart and the smallest bands. Radiohead at Coachella. Apart. They had to like walk off stage while they figured their shit out. I also found out, just an aside, that, that, their biggest show at Glastonbury after OK Computer, they had technical like meltdown. Yeah, and it was like it like put Tom York into a rut for years. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> It'll really because I mean, especially if you're really excited for a show. Yeah. There's nothing worse. There was one time we were going on stage, uh, at I think we were I forget it was some venue in the OC. It was like sold out, and the crowd was like so fucking into it. I was so stoked. Soon as the first like big moment came in, we had no kick drum. Yeah. And in dance music, you, you need a kick drum. That's an important part of the, the dance music uh, economy is the kick drum. Yeah. And so usually that'll really take the wind out of your sails. I kind of end up going into a semi-stand-up bit on there <laughs> where I'll just kind of go with the audience and tell them that, hey, you guys want to know what a worst-case scenario performer is? You're living it with me right here. Well, the other the other thing is, even if the audience stays along with you, right? Yeah. Uh, and they, if they truly are like, whatever, you feel like they don't care, and they're just like, let's keep going. Now you're just in your head. You you're out of the show. That's the on problem. Stage. And then the whole show, you're worried about if that's gonna happen again. Yeah. Especially if you yeah. haven't diagnosed it. Look, if it's a stupid issue or something dumb happens, like I would much rather fuck up where I like biff a note or do something like that or you don't hit the drums at the right time because at least that's something you can control yeah but when it's you know we're dealing with all these dang wire electronic instruments (laughs) you know they're bound to go down the computers we're not playing them guitars no we're not playing them toms and them hard drums you have a cymbal that thing has never let us down (laughs) no cymbal's always working (laughs) until it cracks yeah until it cracks and so you can't the whole thing is you can't make a lot of these sounds with those acoustic instruments. That's the whole problem. I wish we could do a badass thing, you know, where where the, all the equipment goes down and we just have a couple acoustic guitars sitting side stage and we go, fuck this, we're doing this on, on acoustics. You know, do like a whole moment and the crowd's going nuts. Uh, that's just something I dream about all the time. The crowd's just cheering our name. Yeah. Vinny, 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 they say Vinny, Kyle at all or? Vinny. Vinny, that, go Vinny, go Vinny. So they don't, they're and not I'm doing like a dance and everyone's just crowding around. When they're doing that, and they're hopping ha- up on stage and getting around okay, me. Okay, <laughs> but what's going on with yeah, that? You're, you're playing stuff and then basically like the hottest girl in the room, she gives me a kiss and she's like, you're fucking cute. And I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. And I just keep dancing and playing guitar. It's just, <clears throat> it's like a, it's just something I think about a lot. Are you, are you finished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm sure the audience doesn't want to hear your dream from last night, okay? They want to hear some music right now, okay? We need to have a fucking talk, buddy, all right? You want to let me know Now that you've let me go Life is better still And I guess somehow You'll just keep on coming back I want to let you know now that you've let me go Life is better still And I guess somehow Everyone says you're coming back
something Vinny I'd love to hear it I think a lot of a lot of guys get a radio show okay mm-hmm. and they they start talking themselves up trying to make it seem that everything's cool and that everything's amazing yeah and maybe we come off as negative but I'm really not a negative person you know no. cynical cynical not negative but I think uh people are pretty honest yeah I think so and I think that's kind of cool I think that's a cool thing I'll happily talk about I'd say most of my issues yeah. on here. Why not? It's like free therapy. Yeah. And we get somewhat of a response, you know? For the most part, it's positive. Although, we did just start um, putting these shows up on our SoundCloud, uh, like, pretty much a week after they air. And I did see some, some people commenting, like, why are you guys talking so much? Just play the fucking music. I'm like, you don't get the show. You don't listen to it. It's part of the show. It's the whole thing. There's a, there's a, lot, of, there's a lot of places you can go listen to dance music. Yeah. Without talking. We have mixes. There's there's anywhere you can go. Yeah. This is this is our show where we just get to talk about anything. You get to listen to dance music and you also get to listen to diarrhea and swimming pool talk. Okay? Which is something that I've personally thought about a lot because I look yeah. at that sign. And I, and I will say, I haven't looked at the exact sign, but there is a big gap in time mm-hmm. between the last time you're allowed to have diarrhea. And also, I don't want to keep going back on the diarrhea, but is it like... Really diarrhea or like, a <laughs> like dysentery? Yeah. Because that's like on the high end of the diarrhea spectrum where you just, can die. You know, oh, I had a one you know round in the toilet that was not the best. <laughs> then the rest were okay. Look, we could ask these questions for years. And this is why you guys are here to tweet this back to us at Phantoms Anywhere. Are there any scientists out there? And if you're and if you're eating a meal right now, if this really turned your stomach, that then you gotta you gotta toughen up. Toughen up a little bit or turn it off. Toughen up, turn it off. That's what I'm going to say to you. Yeah. But to all you still listening right now, hopefully enjoying your chili con queso with extra queso and green sauce, um, we appreciate it. We are going back on tour, our full live tour, phantomslive.com. Go get your tickets. We're going to cities all over the U.S. More dates to be announced. Our new EP is out now called Disconnect. Anything else, Vinny? Anything you want to say? Hey, just thanks for listening to the music, guys. For real. I mean... We haven't really talked, I think, since the EP show, right? Yes, since the EP came out. Right? So so we've been seeing everyone, like, 
you know, listening to it and responding to it. It's uh, it's awesome. It's really cool. So thank you to everyone listening to that and listening to this weird show. Um, it, it means a lot to us, okay? That was Is Everyone Okay with Phantoms. Do you think Diplo's listening to this? I mean, he's, isn't he always listening to this station? He better be. Here an all new Is Everyone Okay with Phantoms, Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Or hear it anytime you want on demand on the SiriusXM app.